Hey folks, this is Jeff. Thanks for downloading episode 5 of Running Crunch. It's Thursday, the 20th of January, and I'm going to go for a run. Let's go. Okay, well, hello everyone. This is the second attempt at a running cast. I apologize for those of you who listened to episode four. They had a hard time uh, understanding me. I did get some feedback, which was great, from of all places, Germany. Of course, why should I be surprised I'm running in Iraq? But a really polite fella, I think he's a fella, named Manon sent me an email and said that he enjoyed the podcast, but, but the, uh, and his English is excellent, but the wind, you know, and the production values made it a little bit difficult for him to, to hear and follow. So, and I knew that when I put it together, I haven't been able to find a noise filter that will get rid of the wind without making my voice just too low and difficult to understand. So um, I tried a different setup this time. I've got it pinned under a second shirt. So try to make that act as a wind screen. We'll see how that goes. Anyway, um, thanks to Thanks to all you guys for downloading this, and uh, it appears there's a little bit of a following anyway, which always, you know, keeps you motivated, so I appreciate that. I really appreciate the feedback, too. I've had a couple of emails and encouraging words, so um, that's good, and I'll keep trying to make these better and better. Let's get right into it, though. Um, training update. Things have been going really, really well. Hesitate to even say that, but I've been staying very healthy. My wife sent me. I apologize again for the noise, folks. This is a heavily traveled road, and between the wind and the cars, it'll be a little tough. Hopefully, my breathing isn't too annoying. I'm trying to stay slow. Um. Anyway, back on task. The uh, training has been going really well. My wife sent me her trigger point system, which has really helped my lower legs stay loose and flexible and elastic, as the guy says on the video. So, my loving wife, once again, taking better care of me than I take of myself. So thanks, babe. Anyway, that's been really good, and I've really been paying attention to my training. Although I am still on a streak of running, I've really taken it very easy on a few days. You know, run a mile and a half or two at a very slow pace. Um, I've run 20 days in a row, so it'll be 20. 
and uh, I really feel good. Um, no problems whatsoever. My legs feel solid. I've also been doing a lot of cross training and doing a lot of elliptical. I really enjoy rowing, although that really wears me out, which is good, but you can really tell a difference in my fitness after, you know, a month of cross training. Uh, so anyway, I put in about 25 miles last week. I'm going to shoot for 25 miles again, no more than that this week. And at this sort of time in my training, really it's about keeping my miles down a little bit because I need to build a good base for the rest of January. My plan is in February to start building pace. So sticking around, you know, 10 to 11 minute mile um, and just going for distance uh, and trying not to go too fast too soon. That's been working out really well for me. I hope it doesn't get too windy up here as I turn the corner. My weight is down to about 217 now. So probably about four pounds since the last time we talked. Three pounds maybe. Yeah, it's windy, sorry guys. Hopefully that shirt is working. And my waist is uh, getting pretty close to 37 flat, which is great. So the goal is one March to be 36 inch waist and below 200 pounds. I think the waist will get there. I don't think I'll get below 200 on the scale, but I'm not discouraged at all. In fact, I'm very happy. Um, I'll just keep trying to get to it, and if I fall a little short, no big deal. What else? Goal-wise, I haven't... Oh, I ran a 5K. I don't think I talked to you guys since then. Um, I ran a 5K, and uh, my goal is to run it in under 29 minutes, and I hit about 28.20, so that was great. So uh, that's it on the training training front, really. Um, this week later, I have a race coming up. It's a 7.35 mile run to commemorate this large organization that's switching out here called Three Core. They're going out and 18th Airborne Corps is coming in. So we're running. Um, one mile for every thousand miles that uh, three core guys have to travel on their way back to Fort Hood, Texas. So that's kind of cool. That'll be on Sunday. It'll be a race for most people. It'll be a uh, dedicated finish for me. <laughs> I don't have any time in mind at all. I'm just using it as my long run. So anyway. That's kind of my training update. And uh, after a short break here, we'll come back and I'll talk a little more about some of the tips for beginning runners um, that I started with in episode four. We'll talk about uh, mindset and then my opinion of some medical issues. 
All right, see you guys in a few minutes. Sometimes I want to take it from a little to a lot And I am spinning in a circle like a dizzy little top And I am calling all the people I've forgotten about And trying to tell them that I figured it out But it's a lie and all the stupid things I say and do And never really stop when I should never have begun I really ought to drop it But it's faster when you don't even have time to stop And think about the things that you were saying Cause they never really matter But it's empty spaces in the air Fill it up, fill it up Fill it up, oh no, oh no All the million little empty spaces in the air Fill it up, fill it up, fill it up, oh no, oh no, oh no But I never was a fighter and I never was a poet And I never was a writer Though you never really know it Cause I'm full of all the knowledge that you needed to know And I will share it if you're ready or not Cause I know I heard that Jimmy was a wicked fan And Timmy's dropping out And all the other little things that I was thinking about Like how mosquitoes have malaria And dogs have lice I could go on for half an hour Cause I hate to leave a million little empty spaces in the air Fill it up, fill it up, fill it up Oh no, oh no All the million little empty spaces in the air Fill it up, fill it up, fill it up Oh no, oh no, oh no Economy of speech is not a virtue, it's a sin I never wanna tell you once what I could say again And again and again and again and again And I know you wanna tell me what you think of what I say I promise you that I will give you time later to weigh in To weigh in if you want to, if you want to But I forgot to tell you I was heading out to take my puppy for a walk And then the strangest little thing came out and ran across the sidewalk It might have been a squirrel or a chipmunk or a prairie dog But something about the tail wasn't right But that's another story Everyone just stopped and stared with blank expressions motionless For a second everything was silent and commotionless I turned, I said to Fluffy, that's a cute little sire day But then I went scampering off And that was better than the empty spaces in the air Fill it up, fill it up, fill it up, oh no, oh no All the million little empty spaces in the air Fill it up, fill it up, fill it up, oh no Okay, so last episode, in reaction to a tweet I got saying that I should throw some running tips out, I am, um, well, I'm a beginning runner, right? So I'm not going to give you guys running tips, but what I could do is talk about my struggle with becoming a runner at all and how after about 20, over 20 years of struggling, I was finally able to kind of breakthrough, and uh, since there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that I'm, I've turned that corner and become a, at least a beginning runner, getting towards, you know, probably graduating from beginner here at, uh, in about July, I would say, at, um, 
I could probably talk credibly about how to how to get over the hump, or at least how I got over that beginning hump. And it's significant. I'm not gonna lie, it was really difficult getting through the beginning stages, keeping the motivation up, making sure that my goals were straight. And that's what uh, the last episode was about. It was about motivation. And the key to motivation is making sure that you're setting, setting really good goals. So, if you didn't listen to that, uh, it might be worthwhile. It's my first running cast, so the audio quality's not great, but but uh, you can give it a listen anyway. This this episode, I just gonna talk about two things, two shorter topics. Not that I ever keep anything short. Well, the first is mindset, which is different from motivation, and I'll talk about why. Um, and the second is medical. So, see what I did there? Motivation, mindset, medical. Going with the M's, folks. Anyway, mindset. Different than motivation. To me, motivation, as I said last time, is about setting a vision, deciding what your objectives are to achieve your vision, and then setting some achievable goals, measurable, public. Um, Well, mindset is more about how you're approaching your goals. You know, to me, mindset is tactics from a military standpoint. And uh, so I just want to talk a little bit about that. First of all, the mistake I made early on, and this is huge for me, this is a huge mistake. And I, I talked about this a little bit last time. I was trying to run to lose weight. You know, so you understand what I mean by that? I was, my goal was to lose weight, and I was using running as a tool to lose weight. Terrible tactic. Because I couldn't run far enough to lose any appreciable weight. You get around the corner here. Traffic is really busy on this road. <clears throat> so using running to lose weight uh, was futile for, you know, two months. Because I couldn't put more than a mile, mile and a half together. And honestly, running at the slow pace I was going, you know, for my time, I just wasn't burning any calories. So, running wasn't doing it. Plus, using running to lose lose weight didn't automatically include diet. So my mindset was all screwed up. Now, I'm losing weight to improve my running because one of my objectives has been to become a runner. And I'm becoming a runner so that I can increase my um, energy levels and be a more fit 50-year-old when I, you know, in five years when I turn 50. So completely different mindset. Now I'm focused on being a runner. And in order to improve my running, and by that I mean stay healthy mostly, 
enjoy running, run for long, you know, periods of time, um, both per run and also, you know, run well into my 60s, maybe even longer than that. In order to do that, I need to get to a reasonable weight. So my weight loss aids my running. It's not the goal. It's the means. So that's my that's my tactic. That's how I changed my mindset. I got to tell you, for me, that has made all the difference in the world. So, you know, I've sort of tied my, my tactics to my vision and objectives and goals. So I would argue, for those of you who are beginning runners, if you've tied your weight loss, you know, if that's your goal and your mindset is you're running to lose weight, in my experience, you may be making a mistake because it's going to take you a long, long time to be able to run fast enough and far enough to burn significant calories so that running is, you know, a realistic tool to keep your weight down. You need to reverse that. That's the first part of mindset. Second part of mindset for me is patience. Very difficult for me. I am not a patient person when it comes to myself. I'm patient with my children. I try to be patient as a husband. I often fail at that. I try to be patient. I am patient at work. Um, But with myself, extremely impatient. And so uh, that hurt me in the beginning because, you know, when I'd go out and run a mile and feel good, and then the next day or the next run go out and just feel terrible and struggle and have to walk, I would beat myself up. And the reason is I waited until the last minute set my goals way too close to where I was at, you know, didn't give myself enough time and then wasn't patient. And so when I'd have a little setback or I wasn't progressing as fast as I irrationally thought I should, then uh, I'd get frustrated and quit. And, uh, you know, find any reason to quit. So I can't tell you, you got to be patient. And as an example, when they say, that you should be running at a conversational pace. That means you should be able to converse. (laughs) When I first started this, you know, no running was at a conversational pace. Any running I did would have me breathing like this the whole way. And, you know, you just think that's the way it is because you're a new runner and you just think that that's running. Well, the truth is, if that's the way you're running at a breathing at a really slow pace, you need to walk a little. You know, that's really hard to understand, but it's so true. In the beginning, you just need to run walk. You need to run a little and walk a little. And build up your endurance. It's very difficult to do at first. Pride gets in the way. Unrealistic expectations. But if when you go out for a small jog, say you go out and jog for just one mile or 10 minutes, and after two minutes, 
you can't talk like I'm talking right now, you're running too fast. And if you're running really slow, so that if you slowed down a little bit, you would just walk, then I think you need to run walk. And you need to give yourself a couple of weeks. You'll be pleasantly surprised at how fast that run walk turns into a constant jog. There's a helicopter taking off. Let's just listen for a second. The Iraqis. There's a U.S. helicopters and Iraqis. The Iraqis fly UH-1s, and so uh, those were a couple of UH-1s. I don't know if you can hear it, but there's a distinct wop wop, you know, sound. Whereas the Blackhawks have a much smoother rotor rotation. So, anyway, what was I talking about? Patience. Gotta have patience. I'm going to be quiet here for a second. Okay. Sorry, I took a little break there because I was in a little bit of a dangerous stretch. Not only did I have a lot of trucks around me, but the road is really wet here and lots of uh, potholes. So, I wanted to pay attention to what I'm doing. In fact, here comes another truck. Hopefully, he'll go by me. So, mindset, patience. Gotta have patience. Last thing is, we talked about goals last time. You have to set your goals. And when I say they have to be reasonable, you know, achievable, measurable. For them to be achievable, they have to be your goals. If you set goals based on more capable runners, you're going to get frustrated because you're a beginner, you know, or you're intermediate and you're trying to set goals based on somebody else's capabilities or expectations. So, uh, you know, make sure the goals that you're setting are, are your goals. And uh, when you do set them, revisit them quite often because you're not perfect. And it's very, very um, possible, maybe even likely, that at first you're going to set goals that are not achievable. Or at least not to the degree or in the time frame that you initially um, expected. Sorry, I'm a little winded. I had to pick up the pace there to get around those guys. So my heart rate will come down here in a second. All right, so that's mindset. The, uh, the next thing I want to talk about is medical. Now, and I'll, I'll make sure I say this up front in the podcast not only am I a beginning runner but I'm not an expert I'm not a coach I don't have any kind of medical training whatsoever so what I'm about to tell you is purely based on 22 years of my own experience as a 
you know, failed runner basically. Sorry about the wind. I'm gonna turn the corner here, it'll get quieter. Alright, so medical stuff. Hi. The first thing is you gotta know where you stand. So you gotta go see a doctor. Especially if you are like me. I started doing this 70, 75 pounds overweight. Running when you start that is gonna put a you know burden on your body. It's gonna weight your knees down, your hips, your back. There's gonna be lots of strain. So you need to really understand where you are medically. If you have any previous injuries, if um, you have soreness that stays for a week, things like that, acute pain, don't play with it. Don't superman it. Go to a doctor if you can. Go to a sports, you know, doctor, somebody who understands. If you know a doctor that's a runner, that's even better. But you got to stay on top of the medical pieces. So that's the first part. Second part is, I cannot stress enough how important it is to self-educate. Um, when I started, I didn't read anything. Magazines, didn't read books. I was not serious uh, at all. This last time, I've read as much as I get my hands on. Fiction, non-fiction, magazines, biology books, or at least physiology books is uh, probably the more accurate term. To learn about my body and to learn what works and what doesn't. That's been huge. I'm going to be quiet again. So, I know a lot more about my body when something happens. I may not always know what it is or how significant it is, but I know exactly where to go to find out about it. And I'm in a habit now of going to look, doing research. I even read runner's fiction um, now a little bit because it just kind of gives me a flavor for the whole thing, kind of keeps it in my mindset, keeps it in my bag of tricks. So, self-educate. Part of education is um, also to uh, talk to other runners. Talk to guys who are, or gals, who are uh, at your skill level. But uh, more importantly, talk to experienced runners. Be quiet again for a second. Yeah, talk to experienced runners. And don't be intimidated by experienced runners. Every one of them was a beginning runner at some point. And even the ones who are fantastic athletes who have been running their whole lives, every single one of them wants to talk to you about it. 
they love it. They love running. They love talking about running. They love having people around them who want to become better runners. Um, so you'll, you don't need to be intimidated. You need to kind of shake that off and go talk to them. Um, let's see, other medical stuff. <clears throat> I uh, mentioned trigger point earlier. What it is is uh, it's a roller, muscle roller, basically. You put it on a little foam block that you can buy from them, and it helps to uh, put elasticity into the soleus muscle, basically all the muscles in the lower leg. Um, as a heavy runner who has changed his stride from a heel strike, which was causing me all kinds of problems, to a uh, midfoot strike, my calves took a beating, which they will do. If you make that move, and I, you know, it worked for me. It has worked great for me. But if you make the move, it's going to cause some some calf strain a little bit because you're just running differently and your body's gonna have to get used to it so trigger point it's not just for people who go who move into a midfoot strike but I'll tell you it has paid huge dividends for me so look that up trigger point um, shoes kind of problematical if you've never been to a running store you need to go get a, a shoe fitting. They'll take a look at your stride, your gait, your size. They'll fit the shoe to you. And uh, if you've been running in a shoe that doesn't fit, you'll be amazed. I ran in a 10 and a half for years, not knowing that since 11th grade, my foot had grown to an 11 and a half. So can you imagine? I was running in a ten and a half. My shoe size is really an eleven and a half. Crazy. Anyway, go get a shoe fitting, and that'll uh, help decrease your medical stuff. Okay, I'm uh, getting to a busy part of the road, so I'm going to end the run cast here. I got about a mile left. I'll talk to you guys inside. Alright folks, well, I'm uh, back inside and um, all rested up. I went back to work for a while and uh, now I'm uh, just kind of putting the podcast together. I just thought I'd uh, finish up a little bit. That was a pretty nice run. The, the lake I was running around is called Z Lake and it's, um, it's a great run, but there's one part there where uh, it gets really messy because uh, I think I talked to, about this before maybe, but there's a part where they fill all the water trucks up on the base and it just gets really uh really kind of nasty there plus today there were a ton of trucks there and uh, and they were moving around and it just got really busy and the road is just in terrible shape there because of all the trucks so it's it's about a two tenths of a mile just of kind of nastiness so it was it took me uh some concentration to get through that so uh apologize for that piece and the sound quality is a little better uh, this time, so I'm going to keep working on that. Hopefully, it'll continue to get better. 
Um, I just wanted to uh, kind of, I had a little bit of feedback. I talked about it uh, in, in the run. I had a little listener mail, which is interesting. Uh, the first came from a buddy in uh, Germany named Manon, who uh, writes a quick email, and I'll just uh, summarize real quick. Uh, my name is Manon, and I just discovered your podcast yesterday via runningpodcast.org. Thanks for thanks to Nigel, by the way, for putting it up there. Um, I am a newbie runner like you, just not that far into the training yet. I'm still working on running for 30 minutes straight. I will be having my first 5K on March 20th. In, in parentheses, he writes, running races aren't that big of a deal in Germany. Um, then later he writes, I just listened to your episode number four and have to say it is really hard for me to understand you running guys, which means not just you, while running. I am German. Although my English is really good, it's hard to understand what you're saying with the surrounding noises. I have to pump up the volume quite high just to get a heart attack whenever you're coming back to your normal speaking. Anyway, keep up the great work. Oh, and I also have to say I find it really cool that you make this podcast while being deployed. So that was a nice email from uh, nice email from Manon, and uh, I responded to him and told him I agreed that uh, sound quality wasn't great, um, and that I was trying to to fix that. So it's great great to get feedback like that. Um, another uh, another contact was made uh, by a gent named uh, Brian Borkowski. He uh, he runs a um, a podcast called Tribork. Um, he is a beginning triathlete, and um, so I have to admit, Brian, I haven't listened to your podcast yet, but uh, thanks a lot for your email. He just writes really quickly, just listened to the first episode, Jeff, and I look forward to listening to more and following your progress to reach your goals. Thanks for letting us in, Brian. So awesome to get uh, a couple of emails. Um, and really, that's kind of all I have for uh, this episode. Thanks for listening to uh, episode five. Um, this is Jeff, and you're listening to Running Crunch. Let's go.